Oh, okay. Let's start together. First of all, be polite. If I was a bitch, I was on your bed, like your girlfriend. I help you and I pull you out of Iraq, man. As the name of Peter Williams. I'm not in Iraq. Okay? It was two years ago. I haven't been in Iraq. No, 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 no. You are. You are. Listen, listen to me. Listen, listen. No, 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 no. You listen. You listen. Let me, let me, let me. No, 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 no. No, no. You have to listen to me. You have to. Welcome to the All American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I am your host, John Burke, uh, with my heterosexual, bearded, beautiful Jewish life partner, Josh, sitting right here beside me, operating those controls like the uh, the magical wizard he is. It is Monday here at the Shell Shock CBD Studio HQ, right, side, right outside of Dallas, Texas. It is a balmy, oh, low 90s today. We got some rain yesterday, and everybody always says, like, oh, we need the rain. No, the rain just turns it into, like, ball saggy, humid, like, just, ugh. And then it's, like, it's walking out of Walmart or, you know, I I rarely do I frequent the peasant stores, but I do. Every so often I have to go, I'm forced to go to Walmart and then just witness the atrocity of little children running around in full diapers and tank tops and wife beaters and just, yeah. People that have just given up on life for for the most part. And if you are sitting there pearl clutching over saying something like that, congratulations, you're a bitch. You know I'm right. I'm always right. I might not be wrong, but damn it, I'm never, or wait, fuck, no. I might not be right, but damn it, I'm never wrong. There we go. That's how it. (laughs) Thus, clearly undermining my original point of how I'm always right. So, anyway... No, it just, that rain hits the the asphalt. The asphalt's already so hot, and it just turns it into a sauna. So, most people, I think... I'm I'm speculating here. I don't know. I have been told there are lands in America where when it rains, it actually cools the temperature and makes it feel good. I will visit one of these places these days. No, dude. In the summer, if it rains in Texas, it doesn't cool down. It just turns it swampy. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Maybe the drought was better. Uh, <laughs> Maybe frying an egg on the sidewalk is better. I don't know. Oh, what's going on, America? Thanks for tuning in. Actually, I shouldn't say America. We have viewers over in England. We've got viewers in Germany, Australia, um, even like a few in Russia. Surprising they're not like locked up in the gulag for listening to a show like this. But, uh, dude, it's it's so thank you so much. Like, I mean that. Like, dude, that, that really means a lot that we have listeners around the world. And speaking of that, Iran of all places. So, okay, oh, yeah. let, me, let, me set the, <laughs> let me set the tone here real quick. There is this woman, folks, I've, I've, you know, I've got a pretty good life. I'm not going to complain about it. I've, we've worked very hard to get where we're at. And even now it's still a grind in this economy. Thanks Biden. And with the good comes the bad and social media has ushered in a whole new way of bad. And what I mean by that is, as you know, if you followed me for any stretch of time, you know that the scammers are just insane. 
The scamming is nonstop. These Nigerians literally will take photographs of myself and scam these women out of so much money. And I've talked about this before. And the the um the general demographic that they're scamming are usually middle-aged, very overweight, not attractive, poorly educated white women. Okay? That's who they go for. I have had women uh send me, quote unquote, not really me, up to like upwards of five thousand dollars. They get scammed. These Nigerian scammers are so good. They will get these women to fall in love with me or the idea of me that they are perpetuating. And the common reason that they give why they can't call or meet up is because it's a top secret operation. I can't, I can't show you my face, but these are my pictures. And they take pictures of me from when I was in the military. They take pictures of me in my uniform. I'm like, fuck, these guys are brilliant. They're good. Oh, they're good. The Nigerians are are probably the best at scamming. Bro, it's like they should be in Congress. Like like working for us. Like, fuck. But um, so there is this one woman that just she will not relent. And it gets to a point where you have you have a few that will not give up and they stay trying to create new accounts. Um, I have a woman that's special needs that her name is Lisa Kolb. Every account I have, she's got at least 30 fake ones DMing me. I love you. Please come back to me. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, you need fucking help. There is Pam Bond. And like the fact that I even remember these names is sad. But I because what they'll do is they'll message like the girlfriend or something like that. And be like, you know, John Burke is really my husband. And, you know, and here here's the deal, folks. Okay. Strap in because I'm about to get super fucking egotistical. But I don't fucking care because I'm a rational person. And it's just okay. These women, when you look at them, and then you look at me, I'm an attractive man. I realize this. How do I know this? Because my mom told me so. There. You can't fucking counter that, can you? No. Because mom is always right. That's right. There we go. And she said I'm special. Now, she didn't mean special ed, or at least I didn't think so, but (laughs) anyway. The point being, where in the world would these women think, and these women are in their 60s and 70s, missing teeth, in what world would we ever be together? It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. If it does, it's usually because there's a lot of money involved. Okay? That's the issue. So there's this woman named Nassim, and she's Iranian. And she has been pestering me for damn near a year. She will follow my backup Tango Mi Corazon account, DM my Tango teacher, who's also Iranian, all kinds of John Burke cheated on me with that stupid Iranian pig whore he has, just insanity. Insanity. Well, apparently this crazy bitch uh, was watching the show. And she got the number. And the number is on Josh's phone. He has a little app he uses. And this bitch decided to call Josh. I had to block her. I, and I, I was nice at first. I hope I don't give the idea that like these women message me and I'm an asshole right off the bat. No, I'll say, look, you were scammed. I'm sorry. That's not me. Don't send them any more money. But then there is a few women that are just so fucking stupid, like this Nassim bitch, that will not believe me. And she thinks it's actually me doing the scamming. Like, I am literally just lying to people, using my identity. I mean, what sense would that make? Like, let's just really sit down and rationalize this, that you dumb cunt. Like, listen, listen to me. Just She's calling in right now. Really? Yeah. Let's fucking do it. Okay. Oh, there's there no go. way. Oh, yeah. show ratings. Here we go. Hang on. You couldn't, I couldn't have scripted this better. <laughs> you couldn't have. <laughs> She's probably watching right now. You there? 
Hello? One second, guys. Hold on. I can't hear that. It's not. It's, I can't hear it. Tell her to call back. Yeah, it wasn't going through to the, uh, yeah. the switchboard. Right? Did you have to did you have to Bluetooth it? Yeah, it wasn't showing up. Hang on. I'm sure she'll call <sighs> I'm back. I'm sure she'll call back. Bro, you can't. You can't even. Oh, bro. This is just. Anyway. The point that I'm trying to make. What sense would it make for me to scam someone and then have my actual identity clear and open in the public? If you're a scammer, you conceal your real identity. What sense does that make? None at all whatsoever. But this woman has not stopped like harassing me, harassing my friends, harassing Sheila, calls her like an Iranian prostitute, a pig whore, whatever. You're just like, what the hell? It's crazy. So it turns into like, I'll block her. She'll make a fake account, try and DM me again. It's like, Jesus Christ. These people are crazy. So I don't know. That's just part of it. Like every day, like a day in the life. It's like, these people are just unhinged. There are so many stupid people on the internet and they fall for this shit. And then I got to deal with the brunt of it. Forget the scammers. They get off scot-free. Nobody fucks with them. They just fade away into oblivion. Like they're just back in the shadows and they rob people. I'm left holding the bag of responsibility and I didn't even do anything wrong. Except just be ridiculously, ridiculously good looking. <laughs> it's a curse and a blessing. It's a blessing and a curse. I'm telling you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, <let's do> <laughs> she calls back in. I'll let you know. Let's do it. Absolutely. Call back in. Call back into the show. Let's let's do this. Let's Rochambeau live. It should be very interesting. It's crazy, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of voicemails. Oh, she, there's a lot. Can you play some of these voicemails? Did you connect? To the, so the point That's that I was me. trying to make is she called the number before, and she's left over 30, 35 voicemails to Josh. Or maybe to me. I don't know. Maybe she thinks that's my number. Okay, Peter William, listen to me. If you were a real gentleman, if you were a human, if you were somebody, if you a new voicemail just came in. Okay, here we go. <laughs> this has... Hey, whoever you are. Hey, listen to me, whore. John Burke, Peter Williams. Hey, whoever you are, you are a bitch. Your girlfriend is a bitch. You, have, you don't have any family. You cheated on me, liar. <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? You're not a person. You're not a human. What's wrong with you? I paid lots of money to take you out of your life. If it's not true, if you cheated on General Joseph Hotel, it's your problem. I swear to God, I will show all of your messages to the whole world. Liar, man. All of your photos, everything that you put it in my life. Damn. Be with your prostitute girlfriend, that bruiser worker. You really, really deserve that person. <laughs> Oh, that she's calling in again? Well, let's do this. <laughs> the call will start at the beep. Yellow. Oh, okay. Let's talk together. First of all, be polite. If I was a bitch, I was on your bed, like your girlfriend. I help you and I pull you out of Iraq, man. 
at the name of Petrazilian. I'm not in Iraq. Okay, it was two years ago. I haven't been in Iraq. No, in no, 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 you are. You are. Listen, listen to me. Listen, listen. No, 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 no. You listen. You listen. Let me. No, no. Let me. Let me. Let me. No, 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 no. No, no. You have to listen to me. You have to listen to me. I'm not. I'm yes. You are. You are in Iraq. You are yes. No. You listen. You are a bitch. Your girlfriend is a bitch. She was in a brutal worker, and you just left me because of that. Yes. Listen to me. No. You were in Yemen. You were in Yemen. I talked to General Joseph Walker. I I paid a lot of money for you. I paid sixty thousand dollars. I have all of the letters. No, 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 no. Don't look like you crazy people. Listen to me. I did is that your name, Nassim? Listen to N me. N how much you are a coward, Peter? Peter Williams. Nassim. Just listen to me. Nassim. No, listen Nassim. to me. Nassim. Shut up. Nassim. Shut up, Nassim. I said. I said, shut up. Nassim. Peter Williams. See, this is Peter Williams. Listen to me. I talked to General Joseph. Listen. Listen. No, no. Like, this woman's so fucking stupid. So you clearly can see, this is the shit that we have to deal with all the fucking time. This is the first time I actually got to talk to one, though. Fuck. Can you imagine having that in your life? Like being married to that? Oh my God. She's very passionate. Uh, let's not confuse passion for just childish, immature like behavior and clearly the intelligence of a fucking pig. I mean, let's be honest here. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. What the fuck? You've got these a lot of tenacity. <laughs> these people are so fucking stupid, man. So fucking stupid. I didn't scam you. But the fact that you paid some dude $50,000 kind of proves you're fucking stupid. And a fool and their money are easily parted. And you should take a lesson in this. But I should take a lesson in this, too. I should start a business of scamming people being me. Fuck. At least an OnlyFans, right? Uh, that, that are foot picks. Who gives minimum, a shit? At minimum. Would, would you consider, I know we're going straight off the rails here, but would you consider, like, if somebody sold feet picks, is that the same as, like, an OnlyFans? I think we've talked uh, about this before, haven't we? <laughs> Have we talked about this before in the well, show? Well, in private. <laughs> is it the same? Like, I'm not sure. If if your partner sells feet pics, is that the same as selling, like, OnlyFans full nudity and stuff? Yeah, I don't know. I guess not. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. But then, because the next question that gets brought up is, well, not question, but the point is, like, some people will sexualize feet. Some people have those fetishes. I just don't feel like... Foot fetishes are one of the most predominant style fetishes out there. So, really, I know there's a lot. I'm saying more, more uh, it's not one of the more, maybe it is. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, so my thing is kind of like the only reason that we have erogenous zones that are considered sexual is based upon society. What society deems as sexual is the way that we're all going to view things. So, a woman's breasts are clearly sexual. So, they have to cover them, yada, yada, yada. That's what societal norms dictate. What about feet? What about when people find certain body body parts sexual? Like, what if people are attracted to, like, your elbow? Some people could be turned on by elbows. Maybe they're very few and far between. But at what point do you have to start covering things up because it's viewed as sexual? I don't feel feet are like that. So if somebody, like, it'd be also, like, would you sell pictures of your hands? 
clearly. I don't think that's sexual. Well, because they're gorgeous. Because <laughs> they're just downright amazing. I just, I don't know. That's a good question. It's a good question. But this episode is brought to you by Crazy Bitches Near You. <laughs> She's continuing to call in. Is she still calling yeah. in? Oh, my God. We should like, well, she'll keep calling. We'll go back to her in like 15, 20 minutes. See if Let her cool going. off a little bit. <laughs> she ain't going to cool off. Bitch is crazy. She's been hot. I mean, oh, yeah. There's a lot of messages. Your whore. Your girlfriend. whore. Your whore girlfriend. I got to say, I, I like her accent. Really? Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Your whore girlfriend. What the fuck? Don't encourage this. What is wrong with you? Josh's over there getting wood, listening to fucking Asim chew me out. I would say chew me out, but it's, I mean, you got to be honest. It's, it's a nice accent. I'd like. Uh, let her call again. Let's, is she still calling? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. Nah. Got a couple more. Is she from. calling from a stateside number? No. No. It's. Yeah. It's Iran. Yeah. I think she's still in Iran. Yeah. No. I should find like the Iranian police and call them and let them know that she was trying to date an American. I wonder what they would do to her then. Yikes. I don't know. Mm. Mm. I even heard that Nasim said she didn't want to wear a hijab. Oh. Nasim, you sure you want to play these games? You sure you want to play these games? I can find the locals. I've got your picture in full name. I can kind of put it out there. You're trying to date a gringo. Texas gringo, no less. That loves gay people and votes liberal. Yikes. Mm -hmm. What would the Iranian authorities think then, Nassim? Hmm? 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 Little, uh, little long drop off a short or short drop off a long cliff. Like What, what, what would happen? A little, little, little decapitation? I know. This episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com. Folks, if you've not stocked up on your Delta 8, what are you waiting for? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I had a wonderful time last night. We went to, um, <clears throat> actually, went to the first time doing the Dallas Symphony Orchestra. And it was it was amazing. Beautiful. They did a, It was um, old-time swing band tunes, like uh, Gershwin and stuff back in those days. And, oh, it was just beautiful. And I forgot that, like, symphonies are built in a way to kind of... Um, not echo. What would you call it? Um, acoustics. Acoustics. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you're you're an audio engineer. You know this stuff. I'm not an audio engineer, but well, you're something. I'm just not an idiot. <laughs> what does that say about me? I don't know what the fuck I'm, I'm doing. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not you. Is what it is. I'm just not you, John. Tell the sprinkler story. <laughs> Shut. God damn it. Uh, okay, we'll come back to the symphony. So the house I'm in, uh, which we got the new house, by the way. Good to go. Congratulations. Happy that we're going to close on it this week. Um. Really excited about this. Beautiful house. It's got a pool. It's got two acres of land. It's everything I've ever wanted. A little place for Nassim in the back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nassim, take N care of the chicken. <laughs> We're flying Nassim over from Iran. I'm going to have like a thruple, I guess. I'm going to be, I've got a Persian Mexican, and then I've got a full Persian. This should work out just so splendidly well. Um, so <sighs> it's been really hot here in Texas. And the house I'm in, the foundation is starting to separate from the ground. There's cracks. Not in the foundation between the ground and the cracks. The ground is like starting to shrink, pull away. And you don't want that to happen to your house. So what you should be doing is ensuring that it stays watered. Well, I was, uh, I've been neglecting this. And I was like, I need to go get some soaker hoses and run around the perimeter of the house. Uh, buy a little um, automated water thingy that I don't know what even it's called. But essentially, it's kind of like a sprinkler system. You can plug in the days and the times and how long you want it to run, and it runs on AA batteries. And you hook it up to your spigot, plug your soaker hoses into it. So I'm doing this. Now, these soaker hoses, the material they're made of is just really, it's cheap shit. It's cheap rubber. She calling it again, isn't she? Oh, my God. All right, let's take it. Let's take it real quick. We'll start at the beep. Yellow. 
outside. Okay. Let's talk together okay. in front of the whole people. Okay. If you are not a girl, okay. Okay. Listen to me, John. Okay. Peter Williams or okay. whoever you are. Okay. First of all, okay. Hey, I'm talking. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 Be a good person. Okay. Be a wisdom person. Okay. It's a two years. I'm calling you Peter. Okay. You're calling me my love, my sunshine, okay. and okay. everything. Peter. Okay. Let Let me say something. Okay. About Two years ago, exactly okay. two years ago. Hey, what's okay. wrong with you, man? I'm what? talking to you. Okay. I'm not your girlfriend. Okay. Two years ago. Okay. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay. You have mental issues, really. Okay. Yeah. Two years ago, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. First, you went from Yemen to Iraq. From okay. Iraq, I just changed your place. I applied for your replacement with a Turkish guy. Okay. I paid twenty more than twenty thousand dollars. Okay. I sold my apartment to help you. Okay. Okay. Listen to me. Okay. Just listen to me. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Don't say okay. Okay. And you promise me I will pay everything for you. Oh, honey, I'm hungry here. I can do nothing. You don't love me. I'm going to die. You don't okay. care about me. You oh, are okay. coward. You are this. You don't like me to be. Uh, okay, yeah, John? Okay, yeah. That's what calling me, John, because okay. I know Peter Williams. Okay. I have the whole letter. Okay. Hey, people, everybody who's listening to me, I will open my Is she phone. calling again? <laughs> I'm not afraid of anybody. <laughs> okay. 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 crazy, man. Okay. That's not what okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I'm running the soaker hoses around the foundation of the house and where the soaker hose plugs in on the male to female in on the little automated thing that hooks into the spigot, there is no like washer in there. So the water leaks out very like a lot. So therefore there's no pressure running to the length of the soaker hose. So like it'll start to kind of saturate the ground after the first 10 feet from the spigot. But after that, there's no pressure. So the water isn't making it all the way down. So I'm sitting there trying to jimmy rig this, and I'm not a plumber, but I have a basic grasp of engineering. Okay, okay, you know what? I didn't have any plumber's tape, but I'm just going to use electrical tape around the tip of the hose, swirl it around to like maybe create like a roughly a few millimeters of thickness, and then try and pull the uh, spigot male end or female end or no male end back forward so it creates kind of like a stopper. And there was already like a blue washer in there. Reconnect it back to the electronic little thing, turn it back on, and it's still not, it's still leaking slightly. And I'm like, fuck. I was like, I don't have time for this. Like this is, I hate these. These are those tedious little projects. Like I would rather just take a, a normal hose, like clip one end and then stab holes in it and make that my fucking soaker hose. Like that will work. I know it'll work. But then it dawns on me. I've got a fucking sprinkler system that I never use. So I go in there. I was like, let me see where these sprinkler heads are actually located. And of course, on every part of the foundation of the house, the water is covered. It covers it in the sprinkler. And I'm like, mother fucker. And I'm sitting there sweating my ass off for two hours. And I'm just like, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Mm. So yeah. Hi, I'm John Burke, and I'm a fucking moron. Yeah. But good news is I'll bring the sprinkler or the uh, soaker hoses to the new house because we have to dig a new garden, so I'll put them in there. So it wasn't a total loss, asshole. No, no you, you're yeah. going to need them down the road anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, backfired on you <laughs> yeah. then. So you thought you were going to embarrass me, but I embarrassed myself. So they... <laughs> Fuck, dude. No, we actually had a really good weekend. We performed... Um, it, was, it wasn't really a performance. We were asked to perform, but we didn't do choreographed performance. It was literally just social dancing. We just went out there and danced, but... I didn't want to announce it prior. It was at SMU. And SMU is an extremely 
liberal university. Uh, put in perspective, we show up and we're meeting our, our coaches are there. They're dancing too. And it was a paid gig. It was like my first paid tango gig. I was like, okay, I'm cool with this. This ain't bad. Like get paid to do your passion. It's, it's not, the money fucking isn't, it's not even, I would never do it. If that was like, if I had to come to work or go do that, I'm coming to work because it's just, but for me, it's, it's fun. Sure. But the fact that we got paid to do something that we love is like, that's awesome. That feels good. But we go out there and we need to go get changed and use a restroom. So we go into this one little building and right at the entrance, Black Lives Matter on an LGBT flag. I'm like, oh, fuck this gay shit. Fuck really? this. Oh, yeah. You go even further. All human rights are human rights. We fight for human rights. Like, you're a bunch of teenage pre Just fu- shut the fuck up. This is at SMU? This is at SMU, yeah. Trans lights. Tra- trans lights, Matt. Trans lives. Bro, everything. Fucking everything. And that was just five minutes of being on campus in the first building I went into. And it's like, I guarantee if I was able to sit some of these little shitheads down, I'm like, tell me what rights you don't have. And abortion and fucking transing people ain't a right. That is not right. a right. Outside of that, you got nothing. Nothing. But these people, like, oh, my God. And then it was it was very interesting because I look at the dudes on the campus, and every single one of them, and again, frat boys, we know this is what they're going to do. Their posture is pathetic. And it just their heads are hunched over, glued to their phones, not looking masculine whatsoever, and I'm kind of like, what the fuck happened to men? These dudes are beta as fuck. Like, I guarantee there wasn't one single guy I couldn't walk up and take their lunch money. Guarantee fucking to it. Walk up and say your mom's a bitch and they break down crying. I, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I, I just How don't know. How dare you? How dare you? Daddy's going to hear about that. So we're going to throw. Yeah, and I'm just so strange I, because back in the 80s, like, SMU was. Yeah, not anymore, dude. Not yeah, anymore. It's a big time school. That yeah, uh, what but, was it called? The Pony Express, where they had all the football players. They got that permanent sure. ban from recruiting players. Oh, I don't know. It was, it was a big time school back in the eighties. Huh? No, I mean the campus is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. They run yeah, a really, really beautiful campus. It's a nice university, but it's liberal as fuck. And actually, that's where Stephen Crowder does a lot of his uh, change my minds at. Actually, is SMU. So they're used to like having conservative influencers go in there and cause ruckus. But that was not my intention. And so a little concern of mine was like, what if for some reason I just happened to get recognized? You never know. And then something happens. Like, I, I just, I would not want that for my tango coaches. Because it's kind of like, I love tango. Like, this is our yeah. thing. I don't want to let my politics ruin anything. But I did it. And luckily, I didn't get recognized. So I was like, good. Maybe they forgot about me. That's awesome. Now it's I can, mustache. Now I can, it's probably the mustache. Now I can tango in peace. Then we'll fuck with me. So, I don't know. No, it was a really good time. Really good time. It was 100-something degrees out. Oh, we were sweating our asses off. But we got done, went and had some lunch. And it was it was, it was was a good time, man. It was a really fun time. But anyway, did I tell you about this uh, great company called Shellshock CBD? If I haven't, look, you should really check them out. The owners, I hear, have large penises. So, I mean, why wouldn't you want to support that? That's a great cause to support. I mean, we all want to support people with large dongs. It's the American way. Um, anyway, shellshockcbd.com. Uh, we've got Delta A, we've got Delta 9, we've got our vapes, we have our, um, oh, we had a lot of people try out the new bath salt, not the new bath salts, but a lot of new customers trying out the uh, eucalyptus bath salts, and they're a huge hit for, uh, oh my God, Stephasaurus Flex took some home, she said she loved it, or yeah. no, it was somebody else, um, the owner of Peach Tales, she was on the podcast, and a lot of people have been trying the products, especially for women, and they're loving it, and we're so, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm pumped for that, Sheila loves it, she uses it, you know, the bath salts, um, eating, not 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 eating. Don't don't eat. Right. Them. Don't yeah. Eat them. No. They're not a yeah. condiment. 
But uh, no, shellshockcbd.com. Go check us out, folks. Don't forget Coach Savage will save you some money. Also, if you become a subscriber for this month, um, you get a deal. I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but um, code SUB10 is going to get extra 10% off of all new subscriptions for the first month only. Again, again, become a subscriber. So what this means is basically, say like you find one or two products that you genuinely like. Say like you like the rack out gummies. You need help sleeping. We've got you covered. And did I mention, it's a money back guarantee. If you try our products and they don't work, I will give you your money back. Folks, that's a damn good deal. That's how confident we are in our products. So that being said, if you sign up, say like you tried the rack out gummies, they knocked your ass the fuck out. They straight up Cardi B you, and you're like, oh, dude, outstanding. These work great. Well, every month you can subscribe one time if you want and get them sent to you on the dot every 30 days, every 60 days, every 90 days. It's really up to you. So you can manage your subscription. You can cancel at any time. There's no contract. You just literally sign up for it. And if by signing up for the subscription, you're saving 10% off every product, your entire order, 10% off just for being a subscriber monthly. You can't beat that. So you've got your products. You know, we send it every month to remind you. It's great. I do it for my dog food. There's um, Chewy. I use them. Mm-hmm. Every month I have Athena's dog food or every two months they ship me a new thing of Athena's dog food. I don't mind paying extra five bucks for that. It's, you know, it's shipping. Yeah. I get it. But even still, it's because it saves me the time and the hassle of having to go to the website, go to the store, whatever. It just shows up. I'm good to go. We offer the same benefit, except we don't ship dog food. So we do have pet treats, though. That's great. So again, shellshockcbd.com. What are you waiting for? Go check us out. Support a great, patriotic, uh, freedom-loving country. We are a veteran-owned brand. What else can we throw out there to make us sound cool? We have large penises and are very intelligent and are stalked by women named Asim. Okay? It's a winner. It's a winner. Bro, I can't even imagine you know the, being married uh, to that. Can you imagine being married to that? No. Oh, my God. Woo! The energy sticks. Yeah. You know, they... These are really good. Yeah, don't drink like, those. Don't drink those people, after 6 p.m. Right. You won't sleep. I talked about that on the show the other day. It's because I drank one of those. We were going to private classes, and I drank it. It was around 6.45. I didn't sleep that night. And it wasn't it's like good. my heart was racing. I just wasn't tired. It's the CBG and CBN in it, and mm-hmm. then we also kicked in a extra 150 milligrams of uh, caffeine. Yeah. So it's it's a good focus. Get you, it's like There's like no sugar in there, right? No sugar, yeah. yeah. It's 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 great for you. It really is, and we got the two new flavors coming out too. I'm so. excited for these. These need to hurry the fuck up. Yep. Proprietary formula, folks. Only here at Shell Shock CBD. Okay, here we go. Does subscription work for the CBD lube? Of course it does. Everything. Course, everything. Everything on that page. Absolutely. Josh's dick pics every month on All the month. Be disappointed every thirty days. Be disappointed every thirty days. We let down. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Can you use the energy stick as a suppository? I would recommend taking it out of the package first. Not sure how you're going to get it in there, but uh, if you do figure out a way, you let me know because that's going to be interesting. Well, you're going to have to buy the lube to go along with it. <laughs> there you go. So you can fit it up there. You see, it works out. It works out great. Everybody wins. Oh, my God. I want to wear the S vest instead of marrying the seam. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Dude, I, I don't know. I, I don't get people. Like, crazy. She's got like this whole I know. thing going on to where she's sending you money yeah. and buying you tickets. And Welcome all this to my life. She said she saved me. Even in that, she saved me from Yemen yeah. and Iraq. I've never been to Yemen. It's cr- so it's like when you, if we've been married for three years, this is the first time we have ever talked. I mean, she sounds you, normal, you, right? Like she doesn't sound 
Uh, I mean, other how than normal can you be to be married to somebody for three it. years that you've she's never very actually confident. talked to? She's very confident in oh, her yeah. story. Are you telling me special needs like, can't geez. be confident? Those little retards are confident as fuck. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she's got to be unhinged somehow. She's got to be fucking crazy. Has to be. So a little unnerving is that she could communicate really well. Yeah. And the story is, mm-hmm. I mean, she's really thought about it. Well, I mean, when you've been doing it for three years and spent over $50,000, I mean, I'd be a little pissed too. I get her, I get her anger, but yeah, I, I think it's 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 uh, misappropriately aimed, wrong direction, friendly fire here, bitch. Jesus, chill out. Wasn't me. Your horror girlfriend. What I think actually, and this is actually a point that a friend of mine made a long time ago, and it, it actually rings very true. It's not about the money. It's about the fact that these people actually, in their mind, formed actual relationships with who they thought I was. They literally fell in love, and that's the hard part. The money. It's not, I wouldn't say it's just um, semantics, but I would definitely say that these women literally fell in love and the person pretending to be me was showing them love back. Um, You know, one of the first things that she probably should have noticed is when whoever it was sent a dick pic of me, like to her, it was, it was black. That, that should have been like a, should have been, should have been like a little red flag there. You know, the black guy that's yeah. leaning on the edge of the bed <laughs> <laughs> with your face. <laughs> Uh, you should have known yeah. the dick pics are black, bitch. I mean, that's that's your first giveaway. I don't know what yeah, else you want me to tell you. Oh my god! No, I think it's it is because they form like actual relationships in their minds with it, and they they have like think of it this way. They all, she also says we're married. Yeah, like three that, years. That had to be done via text. That had to be done via mail. How could we have ever gotten married when you've never met me? So she would legit thought she was my wife. That's how in depth these people think about this because they are so socially awkward. That's how crazy these people are. Yeah, it's, uh, so it's it's nuts. So then they are very distraught. They're very heartbroken. And so realistically, she hates me because I'm the one that broke her heart, even though it wasn't me. That's how crazy this is. Like, there should be a fucking movie about this with Leonardo DiCaprio or some shit. Inception with catfishing. Catception, I don't know. Something like that. Workshop in the name. In such a fish. That sounds like incest with fish. But whatever. You know what I'm going at. Makes about as much sense as it, but yeah. It's getting there. It's getting there. It's getting there. All right, first story for the day, folks. The speaker pleads ignorance after leading Zelensky and Trudeau in tribute to Nazi SS soldier. Uh, Okay, let's listen to that. Let's read the article first. The Speaker of Canada's Parliament above left has issued an apology for heaping praise on a former Waffen SS soldier, leading the individual being feted with applause in the chamber by Ukrainian President Zelensky and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau last week. Speaker Anthony Rowe introduced 98-year-old Yarsolva Hunka during a special session at Parliament Hill on Friday, attended by Ukrainian President Zelensky. Describing Ukrainian hero, Canadian hero Hunka as one who had fought for Ukrainian independence against the Russians in the Second World War. Having done so, the chamber came to its feet, including Zelensky and Trudeau, and gave sustained applause with whooping cheers twice. Yet, Hunka was quickly identified. As a former member of the 14th Waffen Grenadier Division of the SS First Galatian and Notorious Paramilitary Foundation, which the Polish ambassadors to Canada said on Sunday was responsible for murdering thousands of Poles and Jews. <laughs> he praised a Nazi. You see, folks, this is why it's virtue signaling. They don't care. They were literally handed a piece of paper by an A and said, praise this guy. And the guy gets up there. He gets all teary-eyed. And he puts on the waterworks. Here, 
In Canada, we're going to praise a great, notorious uh, Ukrainian person that fought against the Russians or the uh, the Germans back in World War II. Oh, shucky darn, come to find out he was a Nazi. Well, I guess we should have vetted him a little bit better, eh? Are you fucking kidding me? So, like, you, you don't, you see, that just shows you don't fucking care. Military, remember this. They're going to use your name. They're going to use your exploits to supposedly identify with you. To pander because of you using you, when in reality they don't give a fuck about you. Just how they can use you for political purposes. And don't even kid yourself. This is not just inherent to Democrats. Republicans do this shit all the fucking time. Every single person. Veterans have the most biggest gaping assholes of assholes around the world. Why? Or veterans. We fuck a thing or two because we've been fucked a time or two. <laughs> we are farmers. Dun, 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 dun. It's true. They don't give a fuck. And this proves that if this guy, if the speaker had actually given a shit, he himself would have done the research. He himself would have vetted this person. But instead, you're handed something for a speech that you can grandstand on, get some applause, suck some Ukrainian deck, get some world support. Oh, Canada supports the war in Ukraine. Eh? We're fighting the Russians via proxy war with Canada, so we got to send them more money. You sent him like, what, 40 machine guns? Oh, calm down now. You're really doing your part. Meanwhile, oh, Biden's putting together another 200-something, 50 million. I'm to the point, dude, where we just say, fuck it and burn it down. We, I, I just, dude, I fucking can't. I can't with this country anymore. Hawaii burns, money to Ukraine. Shit's going on in Ohio, money to Ukraine. A new, a new pandemic, supposedly. More COVID coming. Send money to Ukraine. Even Democrats, for the most part, don't support doing this anymore. We have done more than enough. But instantly, you get met with, well, you're a Putin apologist. It has nothing to do with that. Well, Putin's going to try and take over the world. No, he's not. He's not pushing past Ukraine. Uh, he didn't do it while Trump was in office. He didn't? strange that he did it under Obama, skipped the Trump era, and then jumped back in. Because Biden's a weak-ass leader. Yep. Biden's a weak-ass leader, and I know where you're going with that, but fuck you. Anyway. <laughs> you're always welcome back. <laughs> you're always welcome back on Not this team. I, bro, he just won't shut the fuck up. I want to vote for Trump, but dude, he came out uh, again. He doubled down on the... I, okay, I wasn't going to talk about this. Josh brought it up. I didn't bring anything. Uh, yes, yes, the fuck you I did. did yes, the fuck you did. Under Obama, Putin went into what were you uh, to? Why did you even bring that up? Because that he's was the, not even relevant to the topic. Because that was not. Leadership. Don't you fucking sit there with a dick growing out of your forehead and look at me like something's normal. Is it true? It's, yeah, I've All always right. said it's true. Okay. But I think he also wouldn't do it under Santa. All I needed to hear. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even voting for DeSantis. I don't give a fuck. Like, unless DeSantis, like, really grows some balls... I'm sorry. I just, I don't know. I, I will. If he's the nominee, for I'll me, vote for it. Whoever the GOP nominee is, I mean, as, I'll, I'll vote for him. Because we can't have any oh, more Democrats gosh, leading this country. We just can't. I used to think I used to think like you, and then I, I opened my mind to a new concept. We're fucked no matter what. Uh, you know, if we could get somebody down at the border to close it up. Yeah. Lower our you know, make us energy independent. It's just a couple of things. It's strange. I think Democrats, I think the next Democrat, which I think probably will be Newsom, because uh, apparently Newsom's attending the next debates, which I think is, is that Wednesday? Is it this Wednesday? Yes, the debates are this Wednesday. Um, I'll be streaming it on kick as per normal. 
Um, it probably is going to be around 8 p.m. CST, I'd imagine. Trump already said he's not going to attend, so it's going to be the same character players again. It's going to be interesting to see the strategy, especially from Vivek on this one. I want to see if Vivek tends to lead more with uh, his stances without attacking people or if he's going to continue attacking people. I want to see specifically DeSantis. Um, it's been very interesting watching Twitter politics as far as like the main influencers. And there's a lot of people I follow and I see their retweets as far as like what's what's being said in the in the, the, the dark corners of the web or whatever. Not the dark corners, but you know where I'm going. Um, more and more people, and I've called this for a while, are starting to tell DeSantis, you need to get some balls. You need to start attacking and punch Trump. Stop playing nice with this guy. This guy is just wailing on your ass. He's been wailing. It's time to start fighting back now. You've given him enough ground. And DeSantis has his own way of doing it. Like he did an interview with Glenn Beck. Um, and Glenn Beck asked him, you know, can a man become a woman? And DeSantis said, no. See, that was easy. It's like, nice subtle jab. Fucking double down. Go harder on him. If DeSantis can't display that type of um, ability to punch back, it does make me question, can you punch back on Vladimir Putin? Would you be able to? And I'm not about character so much or personality, but more so like policy, of course. But there are going to have to be some things that are showcased by DeSantis saying like, look, I just want to make sure that you're not going to get punched and just take it. I want someone. That's why I like Trump so much. He would fight back. He wouldn't just take the hits. He'd fucking fight back. But also he wouldn't know when not to fight back. It's like, okay, sometimes... Then, let there's, your, yeah, there's only one direction that it goes. Exactly. Just, sometimes it's it like, off. let them fucking... Sprays well, everybody. Well, DeSantis is doing that with Trump currently to a degree. Like, with the whole abortion thing, DeSantis isn't touching it. He's letting Trump just dig deeper. And all these pro-life uh, governors are coming out and saying, I, we support this. We support the pro-life movement. Trump doesn't have to, but we do. Yeah. Trump's really digging himself to a grave on that one. And he came out and he posted on True Social again that basically just sucking his own dick. He's basically said, no one, no one has done more to help save unborn lives than myself. And I'm kind of like, wait, what? Uh, okay, fine, fair enough, whatever, whatever you want to say on that one. But then he continues talking about how a six-week ban is too much. It's not enough. And then he talks about how he's, he, he would talk about having up to a 15-week ban, which is almost four months. Right. So where people are getting confused on this one, um, I'd seen some comments about my posts on this on Instagram, is that here's the deal. There is, there's like three different sides of this, this abortion issue. What are you reading over there? Uh, is it Hobo Chili or somebody? No, and Yahoo Dave. Is that right? I have no idea. It was on Rumble or Kick. It was on Rumble. Careful asking somebody, so many punches. Do I? Many will punch your farm box. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's so random. That's so random, dude. Um, so there's three different positions to take on the abortion stance. There is the pro-life that are basically saying there is no abortion at all. Right. There is no abortion at all, at all, to include rape, incest, shit like that. Hardcore pro-life. I understand their stance. I get it. It talks about like, you look, life is a life is a life. It doesn't matter the situation or circumstances in which that life was created. That life is entitled to live. I understand that. I partially agree with you. Where I do separate myself from the pro-life movement is in cases of rape. Um, I cannot sit there and look, there is no good outcome in any of these situations where evil is interjected. There is going to be a partially evil outcome. And what I mean by that is when a man rapes a woman and that woman, again, and I'm talking about the, I'm talking about actual rape. I'm not talking about what's going on with Russell Brand. You fucked the dude because you're a slut. Now you're trying to say that you're right. No, I'm talking about you were legit raped and impregnated. The biggest counter I have to abortion is that abortion should not be your go-to as a form of birth control. I cannot agree with that. 
because that only incentivizes poor decision-making, lack of responsibility-taking, and it's just not good for society as a whole. But I do understand when a man rapes a woman, specifically, let's talk about a 30-year-old dude rapes a 15-year-old girl. Let's just say 14-year-old, 13-year-old girl. She can clearly get pregnant, close to, we'll just say maybe 14, 15, okay? It was like that in the early days of America, by the way, to include England, places like that. Not justifying it, I'm just saying that it's happened before. Mm -hmm. But say like a 30-year-old guy rapes a 15-year-old girl and gets her pregnant. That girl's life, I'm not going to say is ruined, but you have forever changed it. You have robbed her of her youth. You have taken from her the innocence of life, not in just the act in and of itself, but in the after effects of now, this woman, this girl, excuse me, this girl should now be forced to give birth to this child. And again, the child is innocent. I understand that. But this girl is not trying to duck responsibility. So I do agree in the sense of like saying you should be allowed to have an abortion because again, that was just, it's a disgusting evil. And ultimately the person to blame is the evil person that actually committed such a heinous crime. That's why I say in cases of abortion or excuse me, rape, I kind of agree. I kind of agree. I don't believe in forcing somebody else's life to change and alter because the actions of an evil person. I just cannot agree with that. I know people aren't going to like that, but that's the second part of the three parts of pro-life. There are people like me that will say concessions can be made. I have to agree with that. Yes. I feel like if liberals want to argue, because that's their, that's their main argument, is they want to say like uh, rape, incest, and cases of the mother's life. I'm in agreement with you. I agree. But where I disagree is when you basically say up to like 15 weeks. No, absolutely not. You got six weeks to make a decision. I think that's fair. Yeah. Because you said, I mean, what is it? Like it takes about like three to four weeks before you really know you're pregnant because you have to go through one cycle pretty much. And then, you know, you'll start seeing the effects. I think six weeks is more than enough. Uh, maybe not, but, but it's, a, it's a good in-between. It's a good go-between. Just for those three cases. Now, I'm not saying it should be like that no matter what. But that's where DeSantis stands. That's where Greg Abbott stands. That's where a lot of conservative governors are standing right now saying six weeks is more than enough. That's us giving ground to the left to a degree, saying you want pro-choice no matter what. We're saying no, but we will meet you somewhere in the middle saying six weeks. Trump does not agree with that. Trump says it should be up to 15 weeks, four months. And that's where we get into the argument of pro-life is that there is no abortion. The center is people like me. It's like, wait a minute, there can be instances made. There can be concessions made for certain abortions, not in the general public, but in certain instances. And then there's the pro-lifer, excuse me, the pro-choice at pro-choicers that are saying up to nine months. And, you know, Virginia governor or fucking, uh, what's his name? What, Northam. Uh, yeah, Northam saying even after birth. That's the extremism of the pro-choice movement. And that's where the kind of uh, the diagram is laid out. If we're ever going to map this out, that's where it's at. Now, where Trump comes in, what he's been saying is basically saying that, well, let's put it this way. If we have a DeSantis, a contract that we can sign, or a Trumpian contract that we can sign, and ultimately the pro-lifers want to say, we want no abortion. So you're going to have to support the candidate that leans more closely to what you want overall. Do you really like the fact that DeSantis has, you know, signed a six-week bill? A lot of pro-lifers are like, no, it should be non-existent. But even I think a lot of pro-lifers in the conservative movement can realize and understand the fact, good luck. Good luck. That's hard to get. But that's not meaning that you stop wanting it. If that's what you want, then you elect the person that's representing that. It does not mean that you concede that ground over to the left. Where Trump is coming from is saying, well, we should concede some ground over the left by saying up to 15 weeks. I would negotiate that. 
So what you're doing now is you're compromising more for the, the right that you claim to be on than you are forcing the left to compromise. That's four months. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. So where Trump is digging himself in right now is he's made another post on his true social, essentially just doubling down on this. And you can see it in the way he phrases this because he still uses like emotions like, you know, we have to follow our hearts. Trump never talks like that. Never. That fucking idiot, Jack Schmidt. No. Okay, well, there's Trumpian. Then there's like, bro, now you're just trying to soften the motherfuckers up and play on the heartstrings. Like, don't you know you fucked up. But he did actually he didn't fuck up. That's what Trump actually believes. This guy was a Democrat for yeah. his entire life. He is pro-choice. I Let's mean, not he, even deny that. He grew up and yeah. lived in New York. And that dude's probably had so many fucking abortions. Let's not even kid ourselves. Come on. Come yeah, on. Probably. But that's where conservatives in the pro-life feel betrayed by Donald Trump. His most recent truth social post, like I said, he's doubled down on this. This is not going to look good for him. He's losing. But, and the other weird thing is the tertiary, secondary and tertiary effects of the influencers that are now, which I think is a very... Um, but does like, he have any deciding factor in it now as far well, no, as... He said for him, though, what, like, like what if he if accomplished... that's his personal belief, then yeah. that's his personal belief. Then, yeah. I mean... But what he's but, saying is he claimed is he, he accomplished the overturning of Roe v. Wade. That wasn't him. That was Supreme Court. It got brought to them again. Well, I mean, but he did appoint the, the judge. Right. But then if that's the case, then we have to thank George Bush. We have to thank other yeah. presidents. But it's kind of like, no, I, I'm sorry. That's like, if like I hired somebody and they went out and did something great, do I get to take credit for it? No, not really. But that being said, where, um, excuse me, where Trump is coming in and saying he's done more for pro-life than anything else. It's like, have you? If you're, if this is your stance and this is the stance you've always had, what have you actually done? But the argument being made is, and this is where you and I have talked, and I, I still don't know about this one. Should it be the rights of the states to dictate the abortion issue? And many people would agree to that. But I don't agree with that when it comes to the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. Because the Second Amendment should be absolute. It shall not be infringed. And I think at the federal level, in, the, in the, the founding documents, it is the federal government's responsibility to ensure that those rights are granted to all citizens. That's the federal government's job. Mm -hmm. So when we say, for example, abortion, and we're talking about the right to life, I feel like that should be universal. I feel like life should be inherently protected. But the difference is, where is it in the Constitution? Yeah, I know. I exactly. Think, but so I think that's if, it's, it's if such a governor, a weird, ran, let's yeah. say a governor ran for Texas, and he's like, "Yeah, when I'm governor, I'm gonna uh, ban all abortions. There'll be no abortion. And if he gets elected, mm -hmm. then that's the will of the people. Right? Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, I'm not arguing that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I guess, it just comes down to. But it's like that's, that's, that's such a weird with, position, though, because you feel like abortion should be on the on the docket. Like, um, if we're talking about the right to to keep and bear arms, the right to freaking protest, the right to freedom of religion, you'd think life would be in there somewhere. But this is the other weird part, folks. Abortion was around even during the founding fathers' time. Yeah. It's, so there, it was intentionally left off because I think, I think it was one of the, the reason for that. It was one of those unspoken things that nobody did. And to even say like, hey, we should bring up that abortion. It's like, why should we bring it up? We don't get abortions. This I mean, should be a non-issue. Is this a topic that most families at home are talking about when they're talking about politics? Or is yeah. it finances? I, yeah. yeah. No, 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 I agree with yeah, you. It's I agree. Finance. Yeah, it's like this when is you go, one of those like, I just issues. went to the grocery store, spent $100 and got practically nothing. But or, this is why politicians are so good at this. Because, yeah, okay, realistically like, speaking, folks, just for, for one second, forget what my politics are. Forget what yours are. This abortion issue. Say, like, it is legalized across the state. Does that really affect you? Fuck no. Yeah. Absolutely not, it doesn't. I mean, it just, 
No, it, it, not even the slightest. Yeah, my but, household, I mean, exactly. we're I'm going to beat the drum of, you know, yeah. we're not an abortion family. That's right. not going to happen. So it's personal values, personal right. preference. And that's where I think it stops. Most people don't care about abortion, but they do care about their views and their beliefs being mainstreamed as far as like being pro-life or pro-choice. Pro-life is the right to live, the right to life. You should not have the ability to murder something. The opposite side is, well, I should also have the right to life without having to carry a child full term. I should have the right to have sex. It's my body. It's my choice. The government should have no control over it. And partially, I agree with it. I kind of get that to a degree. It's like the government should have no control over my uterus. Like, but it's what's in your uterus that the government is saying that you should not have the right to murder. This is not so much as a black and white issue. There is a lot of gray area here. And I understand both sides of this. I get it. But at the, at the end of the day, all the complexities in that gray area don't fucking matter. Because all a politician has to do is just say the word abortion and boom, everybody starts fighting again. It doesn't matter. It does. It doesn't yeah. matter the fact that this is not something that's really that pressing. Right. You're right. Economically, that's the most pressing thing. I think most families are going home from work saying, fuck, I can't afford gas versus like, fuck, I'm tired of wearing a condom and we have sex. I, I yeah. just don't think so. I don't. Or maybe you're just really horny. I don't know. But the point is, politicians know how to play the game. Now, again, Trump, abro he broached the freaking abortion issue. Knowing the stance, his PR guy should have been like, don't talk about it. Right. Just leave it alone. Don't go there. That's what I would do. But Trump just doesn't know when to fucking stop walking through the minefield, bro. And he ran over a doozy. He really did. So it's going to be interesting to see because that that topic being mainstream right now, I wonder if that's going to get brought up in the next debates. Probably. I, it's going to have to be. So, and I'm excited to see the next debates. I really am, though, because it's going to be... I ask, like, good questions. Yeah. Like, would yeah. you... I don't know, seal the border up, <laughs> something like that, because you have millions uh, was, and millions of these military Chris age. Chris Christie, would they ask him? What would they ask? What stupid question was that? I don't know. How many hot dogs can you eat? <laughs> Chris, you don't, what, you're not what even was, serious, serious chat, contender. But chat, what was the question they asked Chris Christie? And even he was like, you're really asking what me What did this? you eat before you came here, Chris? That's what <laughs> people really want to know. Is it true? <laughs> you fat son of a bitch. I, I forget what it was. It was so stupid. Didn't even bear repeating. And he's like, are you really asking? Me? And I agree. I hope they do ask more. I think, you know, I would really feel. Yeah, it's aliens or UFOs. That's right. The UFO one. I was like, really? Nobody gives a shit about this. Um, Chris, how many UFOs are you hiding behind your big boobs? <laughs> I, re I really wonder, though. Um, that, that I really feel the border... May not be the first thing in most Americans' minds, but it's definitely in the top five. I really feel it's definitely in the top five. I think one of the top three is or top two at least is definitely going to be economics. It's going to have to be gas prices. I think that's gas, yeah, that's what gas and food. About it, yeah, those are the two biggest things. So if these commentators are not asking the questions that I feel like we could just literally pull out of our ass and say, "Hey, you know, what are your thoughts on Bidenomics? What would you do to reverse it? What are your stances on oil fracking?" Yada yada. I posted a thing from RFK Jr. He's all for banning fracking. And I'm like, he's not one of us, guys. And I don't oh, even know what us is. I, mean, I don't even know what the fuck I am anymore. But everybody's like, all these conservatives are just loving him because this is the thing that conservatives get wrong. It's that when you see a celebrity or you see somebody on the left uh, take a similar position to you, or if not similar, close to by eh, like just RFK Jr., for example, for, for saying that I want transparency on COVID. Well, all conservatives including some Democrats, be like, yeah, absolutely. But 
you know, most leftists were like, ah, you know, the government's taking care of us. You know, we, need to, we don't even have to know how the omelets are made. Yeah, yeah. But RFK then turns around and says, if somebody put an assault weapons ban on my desk, I would sign it. And then he comes out and says, I would ban fracking. So what is it about this guy that really turns you on? Vivek Ramaswamy has the same effect. The fact, and here's another thing. A lot of people like RFK Jr. because he's jacked. Because he works out. It resonates with people. But then you look at the policies and like this guy, bro, he's worse than a fucking Democrat. He panders to the left. He panders to the right. But then he takes a centrist slash leftist viewpoint on things. I'm like, dude, pick a fucking lane, man. Like pick a lane. Yeah, it's almost like I don't know any Democrat if, if they were to be elected that would do anything different than what's going on right now. I don't think there is. I think that I think it would well, be the same agenda. I think. Well, that's where I wanted to bring up the previous point yeah. of I think Democrats are going to start pushing to start closing the border too. Have to. They have to. There's. <clears throat> you see, someone Eric made a good Adams, point. I forget yeah. who it was, but they were making a point of you have all these illegal aliens in this country now, and at some point they're going to ask for amnesty, and when they don't get amnesty, they're going to take a page out of the Antifa and BLM book yeah. and start burning down cities, yeah. and then what? You're going to have millions of these military-age men mm -hmm. who came here illegally, yep. and now they want to... It's a hostile takeover. Yep. It's what it is right Multiculturalism does not work. You're right. I just... I think that Democrats now, when you see the likes of Eric Adams, even Newsom is starting to say, oh, by the way, did you see Newsom wants to attend the GOP debates? He's not going to be in him, I don't think. But also, the Biden administration is claiming to, like, starting to back Newsom a little bit on some things, some issues. Newsom's getting ready to run. Yeah, Joe it ain't Biden. It ain't Biden. No, it ain't Biden. Toast. Unfortunately, I yeah, think yeah. I would love for him to run yeah. just because I think it would be hilarious to watch Trump just if, roast him. Yeah, I would rather see a Trump-Biden uh, runoff, but that's only because I don't think Trump's going to beat Newsom. I really don't. You don't think so? No. Newsom is a slick back fucking hardcore Democrat leftist dude. Like, I mean, oh, but look what he's done him. to California. Like, I, they're not going to care. Bro, liberals don't care. I know, but liberals don't give a fuck because their, their mindset. Like U-Haul ran out of trucks because so many people were <laughs> Dude, leaving. I know. I agree. But liberals don't give a fuck until the actual ish, issue escalates enough to where it impacts them personally. And what that means is like liberals up north and like New York, like Eric Adams, for example, is case in point of. He will sit there and in 2022 say, like, hey, man, we're a fucking, uh, we're a fucking sanctuary state, man. I kicked that cracker's head, nigga. And then he sits there and says that we are, we are a sanctuary state. So what does Greg Abbott do? <laughs> Motherfucking, okay, we're sending him on up. Yeah. And then what does he do? Not even 60,000, not even 60, and you fucking cave, you tank. And now Mayor Eric Adams wants a closed border. He realizes, uh, yeah. So once again, highlighting how liberals think. You stand on your beliefs. You're all, you know, you're just these principled liberals. But then pragmatism comes in and kicks you in the dick. And you're like, ah, oh, wait a minute, hold on. Maybe multiculturalism doesn't work. So we had enough, you know, females getting raped by these Mexican immigrants. And then you start waking up and saying, oh, okay, yeah. There's real life, and then there's these beliefs that get shitted out in college campuses by fucking university professors that were too big of a failure to actually make it in life. So what do you do? You invent these Marxist ideologies, and you try to push it out to the masses. And what happens? Well, you convince some of these younger kids when they graduate to go out of the world and spread their bullshit propaganda. It's just like nonstop propaganda in these backpacks full of shit they just spray on everybody. Like in the subways with their little fucking rainbow flag. Battle. I just graduated from New York. Propaganda everywhere. They go, like, oh, oh, Black Lives Matter. Human, man, yeah, shut the fuck up. And they believe this shit. And then the first time 
The first time they're like, I don't need a gun. I believe in humans are inherently good. And the first time one of these people goes out there and you get your ass raped, then you're like, oh, well, maybe I should have been pro-gun so I could have defended myself. Sorry. Hawaii burned. You voted for it. Or maybe even pro-police. I just don't know what people want me to say anymore. But that that's the that's the again, that is the archetype of every fucking liberal in this country. Is that you will sit there and you'll claim to be for something, and then it's like, oh, oh, let them all in. There's no such thing as illegal people. And then it's like, hey, you want to put them up in your house? Like, oh, yeah, about that. The way I got my uh, my living room set up, I couldn't afford it. Uh-huh. You couldn't afford, right? You, you personally couldn't afford. Send them to Martha's Vineyard. Oh, them fucking crackers got Bust rid of them quicker there. than any of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They had a big Meeting and loved how they just sat there and they applauded. Oh, we've learned so much from them. That dude's name is Pedro, and he's raped a 13-year-old and he's on the run from the police. What exactly did you fucking learn from him? That the he's gonna have a good trip back to Philadelphia. <laughs> Put him in the shithole blue cities. Folks, if you've not hit that share button yet, you are wronger than two boys fucking. That's why I'm just gonna tell you that right now. You're wrong. You're fucking dead wrong. Hit that share button. I dare you. I dare you. Tell your friends about us. Oh my god. What, what is this? Uh, Mickey 46 is John. Why is Gina Carano embracing body positivity? Your friend lost HTE plot. She's Lizzo level now. What are you talking about? Body positivity. I, I love how I get held accountable for like other people's shit. The fuck, dick face? What, 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 fuck, just said this, John. What's your problem? Like, bro, I'm, I don't have my hand up his ass making the dude talk. What the hell are you on about? People are so fucking stupid these days. Like, seriously. Unless you buy shell shock, in which case, if you're a customer, you're not stupid. And we'll we'll take that request under advisement. And later on, once you stop being a customer, I'll tell you go fuck yourself. But anyway, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I have to look that up, Mickey. Where did that even Curious. come from? Body positivity. I don't I don't get it. That doesn't make sense to me. But um, that's the first article on Zelensky. Uh, this article. It's common sense, but I like the fact that it's making MSM.com a chilling rise of detransitioners in regards to uh, transitioning trans people. A lot of trans stuff. Um, An increasingly popular and alarming trend among young people is to transition genders. Children are frequently encouraged and rushed to accept the opposite sex pronouns, taking cross-sex hormones and undergoing life-altering surgeries. Now, again, folks, you got to remember... When a man becomes tries to become a woman, he sterilizes himself. They literally chop the nuts off. They turn the in, the Audi into an innie. You'll never get an erection again. You've lost full use of your penis. It's gone. It ain't never coming back. So you can detransition, but there's no reversing surgically what you've already had cut off and all this other stuff. And the same goes for women. Okay? It's you're done. You are done. So when they talk about detransitioning, it's up to a certain point. You stop taking the hormones, you try and return to look feminine, but you're never going to have an orgasm. Done. That's it. No mas. Children are frequently encouraged and rushed to accept opposite sex pronouns, take cross-sex hormones, and undergo life-altering surgeries. These procedures are very costly, and healthcare providers who are incentivized to generate a profit themed... This is from MSN. MSN. Good Lord, we've been saying this since the start of this, and you're just now, like, again, watch how the press shifts. Watch how the press shifts their stance ever so slightly, 
until what was once CNN then becomes Fox and what was once Fox becomes CNN. That's how they do it. It's never like a hard stop, ceasefire, change course. It is just a slight transition back the opposite direction. Have we seen that before, though? It's doing it right now. I know, but we haven't seen it before. Like we're Oh, absolutely. Look at CNN. CNN's doing it. Well, CNN's always been a liberal. Glenn Beck. Uh, it's, it's This isn't just, again, this isn't just inherently to one side. People will do that. I mean, populists do that shit. It's the majority is what they're going to conform their viewpoints to versus you have like a hardline politician saying, look, if I was to ever run, he'd be like, these are my stances. This is what I believe in. If you want to elect me based upon that, then let's do this. And those are the stances I'm going to take in Congress. I'm not changing. I don't give a fuck if my voter base suddenly becomes hard blue and wants me to vote pro-choice. Never going to happen. They'll be voting against my conscience. So when people say, well, then why did you run? To represent my beliefs and my values. And those values and beliefs are represented or they're they're liked by the masses. That's who they'll elect. Mm-hmm. But what I don't like about populists and people like that is that you appeal to the majority. Even if the majority is wrong, you'll appeal to it to get elected. Why? Because you want to stay in power. If I got elected, I'd be so I'd be so happy to get out of that job so fucking quick. And like I'm here to do literally nothing. I'm not doing fuck all. Why? I'm not voting any bills. I don't want anything else happening. You fuck the government has fucked it up enough. If anything, I'm pushing to remove shit. Let's deregulate. Let it fucking fly, baby. I mean, seriously. I saw this one person attacking a congressman. Uh, I forget. I don't even remember which political side it was. But in the in the arguments, like you haven't even gotten one bill passed. Like, is that a bad thing? You want more laws? You want more regulation in your life? You want more freaking people in Congress that are living, you know, on millionaire salaries because all their deals and kickbacks? You want them dictating to you how to live your life? I have never seen so many willful slaves in all my fucking life just because you wear a political jersey. Oh, regulate me harder, daddy. And then you, you, it just it blows my mind. Blows my fucking mind. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, again, I like how MSM.com has actually come out and said this. They're, they're at least acknowledging that healthcare providers who are incentivized to generate a profit seem unlikely to turn down new clients until they start getting sued. And a lot of them are. And they're winning. Or excuse yeah. me, the, the hospitals, they're losing. That's going to start telling people start telling people in a free market saying, uh, don't go near this. If you want to take the chance of, because I think the surgery actually costs anywhere from thirty-five dollars to $50,000. In the grand scape of things, I mean, it's not that much, but still, it's uh, a fad. I mean, it's a lot, and you have a lot more people I'm doing it. I'm talking about it. to a hospital, though. When you have other soldier surgeries that go for hundreds upon thousands of dollars. I mean, said just to get a new fake set of tits is like ten thousand dollars if you go to a good place for fifteen thousand dollars. Is well, that where you got yours? Absolutely, it is. And I got my nut implants too. I'm gonna botox my sack so it's nice and smooth. I wonder if that works. Would that work? Can you botox your sack? You gotta be able to botox your sack. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We should experiment with that on the trans people. <laughs> they don't want them anyways. Might as well. Uh, however, as you might expect, kids are often wrong about their views of themselves and the world. Um. Um, did you see that viral video? It's literally a guy who's got, it looks to be like a little three or four year old little boy and he's sitting at a table. It's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. You can pick, you can pick between these four Oreo cookies or $10,000. And the kid's like, I want the Oreos. It's like, okay, hold on. Just just to be clear, you can either have these four Oreo cookies or $10,000. And the kid's like, I want the Oreos. Like, then why the fuck are you letting them pick their sexes? You stupid fucking parents. Stupid yeah. parents. And like, good Lord. That's that's liberals. I just can't believe people do that to their children. Yeah. 
just talk about like how disturbed you have to be. How disturbed do you really have to be to do that to your child that you claim to love, especially a woman? That child lived inside of you. And your views, I mean, it's mental It's mental derangement. There is no other reason for it. These people should be locked up. They yeah. should be locked up in prison for the rest of their fucking lives to, to sit there and have such a perverse mindset that you want to have your child transition. Because look, folks, it ain't the kids making these choices. We know this. It's the parents. These, oh my God. Part of me is kind of like, I wish we did have vigilante justice in this country because my God, we need it. America needs a revolution, a cultural revolution. It's disgusting. Yeah. Hope it seems okay. I haven't heard back from her in a minute. Oh, I put it on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> I'm sure there'll be a lot of Let's uh, check the phone. Out. How many calls are there? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing at least five. Let's see. Oh, oh, there's like, God, man. How many? A lot. <laughs> Go, hang on. Which one's there? Let's see. Yep. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seven, eight. Nailed it. Yeah, there's like 20. Jesus. Nassim must really love me. Nassim, I'm sorry, but I don't have sex with stupid women. Oh, fuck. Nah, that's not true. That's oh, not true. Lord. Dad, before we take her, I need to talk to you. <laughs> if you can, Alex, actually. I put all the letters, all of your messages, everything on my Instagram, my new Instagram page. Oh, no. Say it's not so. And I on Instagram. You have to. You know. Yeah, I think she should send you all of that stuff. Yeah, go for I, it. I like, want to see it. It's news to me, too. Yeah. It's like you're exposing me. Oh, please stop. Like, I Okay. I didn't text that chat. I have no idea who you are. I'm out there writing letters. You know, they better be good letters. I'm just saying, if you're bro, Nigerian scammer, whoever you are, if you're going to fake me, you better be a fake good me. Don't you make me look stupid out there, okay? You're going to scam these bitches, then you make me look fucking yeah. like Don Juan out there. I don't want to be like a little fucking down yeah. one, you know? Absolutely not. Uh, she got the number to uh, the podcast, and she can definitely email it to uh, to us to see what, what she's talking about. <laughs> yeah, and the same, go ahead and email Bring us up to, to speed. Pretty sure you can find our email addresses, and I'm sure you're going to be doing that very shortly. So um, that's just crazy to me. Um, this is okay. However, as you might expect, kids are often wrong about their views of themselves in the world. This is the leading. This is leading in the rise into detransitions, which attempts to reverse the effects of drugs and surgery. The left wing network CNN reports that only one percent of people who transition end up regretting their decision. Oh, I think it's more than that. I think it's way more than that. And that number, even if it was, let's just say for one second it was one percent. Oh, that number's going to go through the fucking roof. It's going to go through the roof. Give it time. This is relatively new. The surgeries, all the shit going mainstream. This is relatively new. Yeah. And I, I hate to say it, it's not going anywhere. This is not something that's going to be just, it's going to be around. Yeah, I think it's, it stops as soon as you have these kids mm -hmm. come of age, mm -hmm. going back and suing mm -hmm. all of these people. That's about yeah. the only way to actually yeah. effectively fight this. And then is insurance to basically companies aren't going to do it. They're not going to cover, cover it. it and nope. Doctors will stop doing it because mm -hmm. nobody it's wants a, to get it's a high risk surgery. Yeah. yeah. High risk procedure that, I mean, man, I've never really wanted to go in depth as to the aftercare that goes into, uh, say, for example, a man becoming a woman. But it's, and we've, we've talked very vaguely about it, but like when they turn that Audi into an innie, you literally have to stick a tube in there every day to keep it dilated because that is an open wound. Yeah. That's how disgusting this is. You have to stick something in there every day, highly lubricated because it is a wound. And you're going to let somebody stick their dick up in that thing? I, I, I'm just like, what? 
It's inc- it's it's insane. It is insane. It really is. And it's not even guaranteed. And someone, one woman or one dude talked about that. It was so bad that there was so much scar tissue. They had to go back in there and cut it all back out. I'm like, good Lord. Was it worth it? I'm a woman. I'm a woman. My vagina. My pussy hurts. Uh, uh, Sarah, that's your dick. <laughs> that's your Addy. That's your Addy that you turned into an innie, dude. It's I don't a know. dick hole now. <laughs> it's a dick hole. You've just basically widened your dick hole. Good job. <laughs> what else do you want me to tell you? It's like. What uh, hell of a dick hole you got there. And you've seen the pictures of the women that become men and they cut off the forearm area of skin and they graft literally an appendage out of it and they they sew it onto the woman and it's just like, it just hangs there. And it's like, it can't get hard. Like it's literally just a flaccid dong that doesn't even look like a dick. It's just a big, round flesh tube. And... I'm a man. You know what? I did it. I'm ready. No, Russia, go ahead and nuke us. Just, just do it. We got, we had it coming for the longest time. Did we accepted this shit? Liberals, hope you're happy. You're the ones that got us all fucking nuked, you bunch of fucking degenerates. Anyway, it's speculated that the data isn't accurately analyzed, analyzing the problem. With the rise in transitions in the past five years, future studies on detransitions would undoubtedly be much higher. Fortunately, some states have taken matters into their own hands to protect children. Um, Republicans have been fighting against Democrats to enact limits or outright bans on transgender medical treatment for minors. Um, a story recently made headlines involving 21-year-old Luca Hine, who was suing the doctors who performed a double mastectomy on her while she was just a child five years ago. There it is. Good Lord. Good Lord. 16 years old and you got your boobs cut off because you thought you were a boy. It's... It's the people who were giving her counsel to mm-hmm. do this stuff. The parents. The Undoubt- parents, the teachers, doctors. The doc- if you're a doctor, you should know that that is wrong. You should know. That's why I don't trust all doctors. No, so I don't trust anybody yeah. 100%. Oh, you, you got to remember, it's a business, man. They're looking out for their businesses. They they really are. Doctors are going to tell you. They, they want you to be sick. I mean, yeah. Let's just be honest here. They're, if you go in there, all you are is money to them. This idea of do no harm. Come on, stop. Stop living in the past, folks. The doctors got to make money. Yeah. How do they make money? See that video with uh, Dana White talking about he'll never go back to a regular physician for his general health. No. He goes to like another doctor who's like a biologist. I guess he had all sorts of health problems and his doctor Mm -hmm. was just giving him pills for Mm -hmm. cholesterol, blood pressure, Mm -hmm. several different pills. And he started going to this other guy Mm -hmm. and uh, he's like, within four weeks, he was back to to himself. I believe that. He's all ripped up now. I believe that. Yeah. Yeah. They, like, bro, they want to keep you sick. They yeah. want to keep you on these medications to keep getting kickbacks from. Absolutely. Yep. Because you got to remember, the pharmaceutical companies sell the pills to the hospitals. Yeah. Hospitals got to mark the motherfuckers up. If they get you addicted, I mean, you're coming back. Look what Pfizer did. It's legal drug dealers. And yet, for us selling Delta Pfizer, 8, oh, that's too far. That's, that's too far. Purdue Pharma. Yeah. They got everybody hooked on uh, pills, Oxycontin. Yeah. yeah. Are these people just trying to, you know, mitigate their their pain? Yeah. And they get these guys hooked on heroin. They take advantage of them. Well, actually, no. You know what you're doing when you sign up to do it. You agree to do it. So it's like. I mean, to a certain point. Yeah. But if you You go. Yeah. yeah. If you're just like, you know, an everyday guy who's working a hard job and you've got pain, back pain, whatever, and the doctor says, oh, well, here, take these. This is a new drug that's, you know, it's non addictive. And the next thing you know, you're addicted to it. Yeah. That's. I mean, they should be, they should be out of business. I agree. Like those guys sh- shouldn't be selling anything. I think Pfizer and people should have to pay all that money back. 
Yeah, I, mean, I really do. Strange that Russell Brand has a rape accusation after him now, after he just called him out for all their fucking bullshit. Yeah, I'm still waiting to see that develop. I mean, you know how this is going to go. They're going to try and cancel him. If anything, he'll be more popular now than ever on Rumble. And good for him, you know. He should be popular. He I should, mean, yeah. He's but, got a lot of good yeah. viewpoint. I mean, he's... But I saw the New Yorker, um, I think it was the New Yorker, the New York Times, uh, put out a piece today. And this is why I fucking detest the media. I hate the media. That Russell, the, the headline, I'm paraphrasing here, um, was that Russell Brand says not guilty in these rape accusations, but Russell Brand was also part of the misogyny from the early 2000s. Here's where he was a misogynist. And it's just like, dude, fuck you. That is such a bullshit reach hit piece on him because that that falls into, you're only doing this because Russell Brand is saying the shit that you disagree with. Yep. That's different. For me, it's like, are is there credibility in these accusations? Let's see the proof. If there's no proof. No, he's innocent. That's absolutely, I think that's fair. It doesn't matter, even if it was me. If somebody said, John, rape me, bring the proof, bitch. Because there is none. I never did that. So that's fair enough. And if you have no proof, then sorry. And then what that does for women, and I know this is a, such a shitty position to be in, but if you're raped, you go get it documented as soon as you can. As soon as you can. You do the rape kits, all that stuff. There's your proof. And I understand the shame that's in, that is, and I say I understand. I understand, but I can't sit. I can't sit there and say I sympathize or empathize. I would never put myself in that position. Mm-hmm. I would never go so far or be so bold. But what I will say to protect you, the actual victims, go get the kit done. Go get it done. Say like you just want it to go away. You don't want to pressure. Fine, but at least you've got the documented evidence. But at the same time, I feel like there does need to be a statute on this. Like if you need to go through counseling to get through it, fine. But man, I'm sorry because what's happening now. It shouldn't be legal. It should not be legal that you could sit there 30, 40, 50 years later, try and come out and levy an accusation against somebody. It's like, and we know these are, these are political hit jobs. It's like, this is how pathetic our political game has become in America. And it's always been this way. It's not like it's anything new. Do you think that should apply to Bill Cosby as well? Absolutely. All of them. It's like, you know, I'm not sitting there trying to belittle these people. I'm not insulting them in any way. What I'm saying is I would rather see more action taken against these fucking rapists. But at the same time, I also know they were hushed. They were told to be quiet. These people were in people positions of power. We didn't have social media. Yeah, it just depends on who you are because... Yeah, Bill Cosby probably got... He probably got away with a lot of shit because of who he was, how much money he was making. You know, and if one thing gets out, they can make people disappear. Now in social media, one thing goes viral. Bro, whether it be true or not, you're fighting, you're fighting fire now. Yeah. So it's why, like, again, the, the pendulum always swings too far one way. It's never center mass. Never. Never. So I think there should be a statute of limitations. It's like, look, you got, you got like, what, five years? I don't know, something like that. To where it's like, if you don't, if you want to make a claim and it happened before this, I'm sorry, it's not going to be legally prosecuted. What about in, like, the case of Tara Reid where mm-hmm. she accused Joe Biden of sexual assault mm-hmm. shortly after it happened, mm-hmm. right? I think so. Uh, uh, no, I think it's when he was running. Well, while he was running, yeah, mm-hmm. but she had brought it up again. So it's come up against, yeah. like, it's come up as a but topic. Like, how long ago the, did it happen? Over over several years right. to where she's like, oh, I have this, I have this, yeah. and I have this. But somehow they keep making it go away. That's a good question. Like, because you, you could easily bring that to court and say, I'm suing him. Yeah. Or I'm, I'm, yeah, and do it. So the fact that she had, I don't know. I don't know the full story behind that one. Um, it, it does pique my curiosity. It's like, wh- have you sued before? Have you like, or just now when he started running? It's like, uh-uh. Like, I'm sorry, this I, is no I, different what, what the H, left does. He's brought it up a number of times. But she tried taking him to court over in it, though. In the 90s. Yeah, I think so. Oh. But I think it keeps getting just, like, swept under the rug. I don't know. I don't know. That's, sort of that, like that's Bill clearly a different and, case, uh, for sure, yeah. Who's uh, who's that lady, Bill Clinton? 
Paula Jones. Uh, not Paula Jones. It's the other lady that's on Twitter who she has a very detailed account of when Bill Clinton, she said, raped her. Oof. I don't know who that is. God, what's her name? She was uh, chat. Who is she? You guys know. Not Monica. <laughs> yeah, Juanita Broderick. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, oh, we got to push through. We got a lot more articles to go. Um, American, excuse me, Ange- uh, Angelican minister slams progressive Christians as fake, calls notion an oxymoron. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen this guy. I love this guy. He's he's got the, he's got the fro. He's out of England. I think he's a, a Catholic priest. Uh, he's a conservative commentator. There are there are some things I don't agree with this guy on, but I love the fact that he's got the balls to go out there as a priest and actually stand for like Catholicism principle. He actually counters the Pope on a few things. I believe. You know what? Let me take that back. I don't know that for a fact. I know some of the things he says do not go in line with the current Pope's viewpoints. This probably being one of them. Um, Free Church of England minister. Okay, hold on. I could be wrong on that. Maybe he's not a Catholic. Church of England, that's not Catholic. I don't know. Uh, correct there. me if I'm wrong on this, Chad. Church of England, that's not Catholic, right? No. Church of England is, uh, is that Protestant? I think it is. I'll have to, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I don't think it's Catholic. Yeah, because that'd be the Catholic Church of England. What am I talking about? Anglo-Catholicism? It is Protestant. Okay. Uh, excuse me. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, it's Monday. <laughs> uh, Deacon Calvin Robinson is slamming progressive Christianity and warning that liberalism is the greatest current threat to Western church. He's not wrong. In an interview with Fox News Digital, Deacon Robinson argued that the term... Oh, he's a deacon. He's a columnist. Oh, he's a minister. Minister Deacon. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely not the Catholic Church. Um, argued that the term progressive Christian is an oxymoron and stated that liberal neo-Marxist thought that has infected the minds of some leaders and congregants in both the Angelican and Roman Catholic churches is one of the devil's tools being used to destroy Christianity from within. This dude is definitely on the money. He's definitely on the money. Robinson, a staunch proponent of Christian orthodoxy, who uses his media platform to warn about the relativism uh, of liberalism, or excuse me, and liberalism supplanting clear Christian teaching, claiming that Christians who prioritize liberals' ideas of inclusivity are twisting the truth of Christianity. Uh, Robinson gave his statements amidst the complicated times for Christians and Catholics in the West. In recent months, a contingent of Roman Catholic bishops in Germany have insisted on blessing same-sex unions. Angelican bishops have given serious thought to updating our father with gender-neutral pronoun. Oh my God. Can you imagine if the Catholic Church bends the knee on that and has no more, uh, you know, Our Father or, you know, uh, Holy Mary Mother or Hail Marys, whatever you call them? Like, can you imagine if they went gender neutral with that? How stupid. How stupid. There's a lot about their Gee, point of view there. No kidding. Wow. And the Pope Francis has knocked American Catholic conservatives at war with liberal ideologies, claiming they have a reactionary attitude and ascribing a character of backwardness to them. Bro, dude, Pope has just been sinking. He's getting attacked from all, as he should. Just stay out of it, dude. Stay out of it. Preach your bullshit dogma. Lie to the people talking about feeding the poor and you're sitting there living in billions. Shut up, dude. Nobody's listening to you anymore. 
American Christians at large have also found themselves confronting an encroaching culture of anti-racism, climate change activism, and assertive LGBTQ agenda. Robinson was first, excuse me, was firm and clear about what is prevailing cultural liberalism presents for Christians in the West. He declared, liberalism is the greatest threat to Christianity current because it's one of the tools the devil is using. The minister described that liberalism is as so dangerous because it's rooted in twists of the truth. After stating that Islam is famously a Catholic heresy, he said, but liberalism is even more warped in terms of taking something that sounds compassionate, sounds empathetic, but is actually fully true in order to get people to believe in it, uh, but isn't actually fully true in order to get people to believe in it, such as, you know, trans, queer theory, gender theory, critical race theory. Further, Deacon Robinson explained each of these radical liberal ideas come from one place saying, and it's really, I mean, we call it neo-Marxism, but it's really communism, which we know is incompatible with the Christian faith because it's work for the enemy. Good for him. Like props to him to see somebody uh, like, again, in the religious circle standing on good Christian value. Like I'm good for bro. I, I follow him on Twitter. Very good account to follow. Um, dude, I've, a lot of respect for standing up for your beliefs. You don't see you don't see that too much anymore. What's his name again? I just ended the article. Damn it, um, Deacon Robinson, I think. This this is uh, great. You gotta love how it's just come full circle. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. France vows firm response to homophobic chants at a football match. And football again is soccer to them, or excuse me, soccer to us. Their football. Um, this is how stupid this is, folks. The French government vowed Monday to punish football fans who chanted homophobic slurs at a top lick at one clash at Paris Park, the Prince's Stadium. During Sunday's match between bitter rivals Paris Saint-Germain and Marseille groups of fans, chanted lines such as Marseille are faggots and we will hang them by the balls, but they sadly don't have any. Hey The chants, which did not appear targeted individual players or fans, went on for close to 15 minutes, according to the AFP reporter in Paris's side's home stadium. It is impossible to be deaf to such hateful and homophobic chants in our stands, said sports minister Emile Castel on X, formerly called Twitter. She said the chants had ruined the party and parked the princess, the home ground for PSG, which thrashed Marseille 4-0 on the night. He says, I have made sure that a firm response will follow. Oh? What are you going to do, motherfucker? What are you going to do? Again, they said they couldn't pinpoint this to one individual person. It was an entire group, the entire stadium or one side of it. So now you're going to punish them? What? How? How are you going to do that without indirectly punishing yourself? And what I mean by that is like, are you going to shut down games? Are you going to sell less tickets? Like, what are you, you going to do? You start doing background checks on these tickets? Well, how are you going to do this? Collectively, you can't do shit all without fucking getting yourself in the crossfire. I mean, let's let's keep it. Maybe says, um, oh, and they're getting the government involved. Okay, woo. Uh, your free speech, I'm going to piss on it. You have no free speech in France. You cannot say words like "faggite" and "homosexuel" with the butt parrette. It is illegal. Do you think there's a lot of homosexuals in the government over there? Absolutely, every government. Every government. Oh yeah, absolutely. The French. They love puffing the Peter. Do they not? Absolutely. I mean, because they're going pretty hard on just people. Yeah. Let shit go. Yeah. Like when you feed something fire like this, you're just gonna make it worse. And it's kind of like that Michael Scott thing. I'm just gonna do it so much harder now. Yeah. I'm gonna say faggot so much more now. Watch. 
you got to learn how to play the people, man. It's like, if you go on Instagram and say, I fucking hate it when people do this. That's all you're going to see in the comments. Yeah. Just to piss you off. That's how the internet is. Everybody has to be so contrarian. Oh, look at me. That's just what they do. Dude, Athena's forts are horrible. I know. That's where, oh, oh man, God. She's putting up a storm over there. It's crazy. Uh, we need to urgently or to we need urgently to eradicate such chants from our stadium, she said. Oliver Klein, the French government's top official charged with the fight against racism, anti-Semitism, and hatred towards LGBTQ people, said that he was shocked by what he said were unbearable homophobic chants at Sunday's match. Maybe she should grow the fuck up. Hmm? I mean, I'm just saying, as a white dude, I've been accused of having privilege, blah, 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 for a while now, insulting to me and everything I've accomplished. But I shouldn't be offended by that? Or I get, no, according to them, I should be offended by that because they're offended by people using homophobic slurs. Guess what? Not everybody's going to like gay people, especially when you have trans people now under that umbrella, and justifiably so. Do I hate gay people? No, I don't. Do what you want. Love whomever you want. Keep the kids out of it. Do I agree with it theologically? No, I do not. But it just means, like I said, I'm not going to go suck a dick, except the Josh's. Uh, who That's are not these gay. sports organizations to throw out these blanket statements? Like, like the yeah. NFL is still having, uh, like, end racism. Oh, my God. Stop I know. hate. I'm like, who are you talking to? It's gotten so You're old. just going to have certain people who just don't like other people because of the color of their skin. Exactly. Pointing at one person be like, you better stop racism. <laughs> You better knock that shit off. <laughs> like, okay. To me, it, uh, it creates an endless enemy for them that they can always use to stand on principle to yeah. claim to fight against. Racism will always exist. Yeah. Sexism. It will like always exist. To, uh, I don't know. Water, stop being wet. 90% white people watching, you know, black people play a sport. Yeah. And you're telling all them to stop racism. Yeah. And yeah. racism. Yeah. Knock it off when, like, none of that shit in here. Oh, leave, dude. leave that at the door. <laughs> I was, we were then walking. We dropping end bombs in here. <laughs> When I went to Walmart yesterday to get the soger hoses, there's this black woman that walks by and she's wearing a t-shirt and says, I can't breathe. I'm like, well, it's probably because you're such so fucking fat. Like she's a little toddler in tow, fat little toddler. It's probably why. It's like, I can't breathe. It's like, where? Which, which crack ass hating motherfucker is out here oppressing your fat ass? You can clearly breathe, you fat bitch. But you see this stuff. I was like, oh my God, stupid people fall for it. Why do you keep looking at her? Because she looks like she needs to go outside. I think she's just sniffing around, trying to look for chickens. She killed two more, by the way, folks. Yeah. Chicken chaser. She's such a loving dog. She's the most chill dog I've ever had. Put her around chickens. Oh, my God. The wolf hates comes them. out. Hates them. Hates them. She's racist towards chickens. Kills the motherfuckers. Um, but, yeah. Um, Klein attached a video to his post in which PSG fans are seen in her chanting the insults, which had clearly been rehearsed. Uh, really? It's not hard to rehearse a. It's not hard to do a chant. Sounded rehearsed. Like, <laughs> you guys, you were you were thinking about doing this before you came here. I saw them at the stadium prior to the game were starting. They, yeah. they were practicing. Yeah, were they like outside, like the stands, or like were they in kind of like a chorus choir yeah. practice? Like, you know, poor cluckers. Uh, the club said it would reinforce its prevention work and seek meetings with all of our partners on this crucial. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does any of this accomplish? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have meetings with our partners about this, and we're gonna talk about this. How are you gonna stop people from saying "faggot" in the stadium? Please explain that to me. But asked whether it would actually bring legal action, PSG did not respond. Who are you gonna take action against? Now, I would say in America, uh, take action for what? Were they actually being discriminatory? No, not in practice, not through action. 
you can't do that's free speech, baby. But in France, fuck, I don't know. In UK, bro, they're passing laws left and right restricting free speech. It's gotten insane. Insane. It's sad. It's sad. But, and then I don't know what the deal is um, with Taylor Swift. I, I don't get people. I don't get their fascinations. But apparently she's dating some Kansas City Chiefs douchebag. I don't, I don't follow sports. You know, I was at, I was at the restaurant yesterday. Dallas was playing the Cardinals. We lost to the fucking Cardinals. I thought they were a college team. No, I'm kidding. We got, and I'm Des Bryant. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just watching this unfold. And I'm like, bro, these are some rookie ass JV. Now I understand it's early in the season, but if you're playing Des, not Des, fucking, uh, yeah, Prescott. Yeah. Prescott. Excuse me. I'm like, if you're playing your starter, you want a fucking offensive line that's going to protect this guy so you don't get him injured. And this is what we're putting up. Like, oh my God. Uh, catches that should have been had. Accurate passing that should have been caught. And like, dude, this is what gets me really upset. You're paid millions upon millions of dollars. And if you can touch it, motherfucker, you can catch it. You better have hands like motherfucking Velcro. So if you're getting a $26 million contract and you're dropping balls, fire that motherfucker. Like, no, no, no fucking, oh my God. That's why I say, folks, Dallas Cowboy fans make the best Christians to just sit there and have such undying faith year after year after year is got to be like the same as Christ. Like God's coming back. Christ is going to return. Christ is going to return. But for them every year, it's this is our year. This is our, we're going to the playoffs. We're going to the Super Bowl, and you just get let down year after year. But that faith, man, I got to respect the faith. That's why I feel like Dallas Cowboy fans make the best Christians. It's the Cowboys fans who were fans when they were kids watching the Cowboys yeah. win Super Bowls yeah. and same. were a great team. Yeah, same. See, you know, they now, like, turned Jerry into, Jones just isn't a good He's, he's not, not a good owner. He should have. No, he's a great owner in the sense of he knows how to put butts in seats, but he yeah. should have left the coaching the fuck alone. He's not alone. good at winning. No, he's not. He's no. not. He's it's, really not. You know, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson Horrible. was the whole reason they won Super Bowls. It had nothing to do Even with Barry Johnson. Schwitzer piggybacked off of Jer his fucking yeah. his team. Yeah. That, that Super Bowl after him, that yeah. wasn't his team. That was Johnson's team. I'm still bitter about this shit. Lions, I used to watch. a Lions fan there. I like uh, Dan Campbell. He's a, a solid head coach. Uh, I, just, uh, I think it's, it's, it's hard being a Cowboys fan. But yeah, we were talking about um, Deion Sanders earlier. Yeah. Can you leave the dude alone and like just stop trying to capitalize? Oh, the black coach. Bro, this guy was out there shredding motherfuckers when he was playing for the Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys was any, when any of that, it's, it's insulting. It is so insulting to sit there. It's like, oh my, you, you treat black people like they're retarded. Look at you, Mr. Black. Did you score a touchdown? You're so empowered. Look at you. He's so good. He's black. Did you know he's black and he did that? He's so, this dude makes fucking millions of dollars. He is not oppressed in the slightest bit. Are you fucking kidding uh, not me? Even a little bit. Not like, even in the slightest. Listen, like the, I think the most impressive thing about that is that he has coached his boys since mm -hmm. they were kids, mm -hmm. you know, through high school, mm -hmm. now in college. Good for him. I, yeah. I mean, it's really impressive. That's awesome. Uh, his kid's a good uh, quarterback, else? too. Yeah, who else would you want coaching you when you got yeah. a pro NFL dad that's like putting up fucking points? Like, Dion, that mother. So when, when Dallas got Dion, his only competitor was Irving. Okay. Dion 
like, I don't know the stats, but I remember Dion. That motherfucker was fast as lightning, and he didn't drop shit. Yeah. That guy was a fucking A-team draft. Like, him, Emmett, all of them, dude, these guys were fucking the titans of the Cowboys in the 90s. And what did Jones do? This is why I don't watch football. That scarred me for life. Scarred me for life to see what a manager of a team can do to destroy a legacy. Bro, they were about to hit three. Three Super Bowls in a row that had never been done. And actually, I think it still hasn't. There has never been three Super Bowls won in a row. I don't think so. I think the Patriots came close. Yeah. Dallas came close. Green Bay came close. And motherfuckers, I watch sports. Some dude tweeted out at me. He's like, I don't know you watch football. I was like, what do you think? I'm gay? Even gay people are like, oh, I love this team. It's the Cowboys. Yeah, I watch every so often. But I don't get like really twisted up about it because it's like, dude, I don't have faith in these motherfuckers. I think... Professional athletes have lost the drive that they once had. I think it's just gotten way, salaries have gotten way too inflated. It's all about the theatrics. It's about the fucking merchandise. It's all, it's not about the game anymore. I, I just really feel like it's not, it's not the same as it was. Granted, I will admit there was something poetic or not poetic. There's something American about sitting down on Sunday to turn on the game, yeah. get some snacks and scream at the TV, get your blood pressure up. Yeah. And then you have your boys over. There is something bond. I will give you that. But bro, I'm just at the point now where it's like, again, watching my, my problem is I get so fucking competitive when I watch those games. So when that part of me comes out, I don't like letting that John out, but I get die hard, like fucking inundated. I guess the point where it's like, this is not worth it. This is not worth my stress. This is not worth my give a fuck. I got so many other things in my life I should be caring about. Cowboys ain't one of them. I like to take Delta 8 and watch it. Oh, geez. I couldn't even do that. Oh, I'd be so pissed. So much fun. I scream at the TV. It's so relaxing. I'm one of, the, I mean, I'm one of those people. I would, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just watching me. a game played at such a high level, I think. Oh, well, unless, I'm sorry. Unless college, it's just game, college is better. Unless it's, uh, yeah, I like college. College, college, is college makes the NFL look like premium. Granted. NFL, it's the professionals, but college, they got heart, man. But same with and, like golf, like watching golf is mm, watching these guys, you know, just no. play at such a high level. Yeah. And here we have him making his approach to the ball. And he reaches back. And oh, that's a very good drive that looked like it's gonna land mm. close to the green. Very well done. The audience is giving him clearly a round of applause there. And they go ahead and pick up their their team. They're gonna be moving to the next one. Next up to the hole is uh the next player. Dude, that is the most boring fucking sport there is. I just, okay. Hold Better on. than tango. Well, one of us can tango and the other one can't even golf. So fuck you. How about that? Motherfucker. Better tango. I'll fucking tango even harder now. You can tango so hard. You tango so fucking hard. There is a YouTube channel that has golf hecklers. I've seen that. They even did it to Trump. Yeah. Oh, bro. Funny. Like, how would you ever do agree to something like that? Because they fucking roasted him. I saw them do Trump. I saw them do um, a random group of rich motherfuckers. And there was like one black. I was like, oh, yeah, we got the token black guy up here. Here we go. All these guys probably feel sorry for you. They don't. Yeah, I was like, damn, dude. These guys are ripping into it. It's the funniest thing. The walk-off challenge. Oh, my God. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's so great. Like, they, they razz these motherfuckers. That's good. Um, anyway, the reason we're talking about football is this article. NFL fans sideswipe Brittany Mahomes as Taylor Swift appears at Chiefs game. Swift appearance of the game was the talk of the sport in the pop culture world. Uh, Taylor Swift's appearance 
at the Kansas City Chiefs games amidst game amid the rumors that she and Travis Kels are maybe dating shined over the team's dominating 41 to 10 win over the Chicago Bears on Sunday. As Swift became the darling of the game, NFL fans took the opportunity to poke fun at Brittany Mahomes and sideswipe her uh, as she was on hand with her children to watch her husband. Um, I'm not even going to lie and sit there and say that I even know who these fucking people are because I don't and I don't care. She posted several photos of herself and her children on the field at Arrowhead Stadium and smooching the quarterback before the game. It was on their son's first game. It was their son's first game. The jokes about Swift also being at the game were aimed at Mahomes. Um, imagine how P. Holmes' wife, or pissed how Mahomes' wife is, comedian Joey Mulhaney, Mulhaney wrote, Brittany Mahomes watching Taylor Swift getting all the attention and hanging out with uh, Donna Kels instead of her. Total pro sports added with a picture of a powder puff girl. Donna Kelsey. Oh, okay. It's Travis Kelsey. He's the tight end. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I agree. I'm like, I, who, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was told you, I, I go to the Cowboy Fit gym now, yeah. and they had this... I mean, the entire time I was there, they mm-hmm. had uh, what's her face's face. Like, Taylor like, Swift. I'm like, she's such a fucking cares. ignorant woman. Who oh cares? my, she's not even a good singer. I'm sorry, she she's just not. No. And I think the whole era of the Taylor Swift bowl, the Swifties or whatever those retards are called. I don't called, get it. Every day, it's like how okay, she's dated like what thirty dudes. Lady, fucking pick a lane, Jesus. And you write a song after each one. It's like, oh my god. Get you it. would think these dudes. I'm sorry, the pussy can't be that good. I'm just going to say the pussy cannot be that good. The fact that you're going into the relationship knowing the historical history with this bitch and the tabloids and the press that nonstop cover who she's fucking and then which song she's right about the breakup and how she always blames the guy. 30 fucking men you've been through and you have not admitted that you were wrong on any. It was always some kind of passive shot in a song. Um, Maybe it's you, bitch. Maybe it's you. Probably is. Mahomes has been target of social media error over the last few seasons. She admitted on CBS last month she wasn't necessarily ready for the fame that came along with her husband reaching the highest parts of the sport. I was not prepared for this, Brittany Mahomes said. At such a young age, we were in love, and I loved him with all my heart, And I, but I didn't expect it to skyrocket this soon as us kind of being thrown into the fire like this. Nick Burleson asked Brittany Mahomes whether she had... I don't care about this. What, okay, anyway. The reason I brought up this article is that the dude that Taylor Swift is dating, this Jake dude, I think his name is? Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, whoever that fucking nerd's name is. Uh, she turned him to a beta. Now this guy is out there doing Pfizer commercials. Like, he's getting roasted is on he so doing old. Pfizer he's commercials? doing a Pfizer. He just promoted. I like his, uh, the Allstate or State, but whatever it is. He's doing for Pfizer. He's promoting his fourth booster shot. He's doing ads for Bud Jesus. Light now. Like, dude. <laughs> Here's the deal, though. Like... It's probably a good business decision, if you think about it, to do ads for Bud Light. Number one, ain't nobody going near them. So they're probably paying him good fucking money. Good fucking money. Can't be that much. They're down like, what, $8 billion? Yeah, they're they're way down. But you you think, who who better? Who better? A football player. Now that football, and this is where Bud Light is stupid. Now that football player is dating a hardcore fucking liberal. And guess, guess what your consumer base does not like right now? Liberals. Bud Light Dude, your 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 decision making is horrific, horrific. I, I cannot even I cannot fathom whose good idea fairy this was. Let's do ads with a guy who's fucking one of the biggest liberals that's campaigning for Democrats currently in the culture world. You cannot be this stupid. Yeah. Damn, might be rooting against him a little bit harder now. 
But yeah, he's out there doing Bud Light ads. He's promoting booster shots for Pfizer ever since he started sticking his dick in this liberal. Look, dudes, this is what happens when you date liberal women. When you date liberal women, they turn you into beta simps. They wrap you around your little finger because you've got no value of your own. None. You bow down to these women. What the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm sorry, Taylor Swift, she ain't attractive. She's not. I'm sorry. Look, I look, I've said things like I think AOC is hot. I do. I have no problem admitting when a liberal woman looks good. Taylor Swift ain't it. She looks like she has some kind of disease. I don't know. Ebola. I don't fucking know. Not Ebola. Straight up neutered that dude. Like chopped his nuts off. Good lord. Anyway, last article of the day. Saw this making the trend on uh, Twitter yesterday. Florida police identify woman. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's the article about the uh, the cop that tried to commit his girlfriend illegally. Did you see that? Uh-oh. There was a, there was a, I think it was in Florida. There was a cop that literally tried to arrest his ex-girlfriend and commit her to an asylum. And he got arrested. Like, and you can see the video. Like, he's literally sitting on top of her, refusing to let her go, trying to put her in handcuffs. And he's not in uniform or anything. Like, it's serious. Like, this dude tried to use his status as a police officer to commit his ex-girlfriend. That's scary. We should see if we can get him for Nassim. Hey -oh, hey -oh. Uh, But, yeah, that was trending yesterday, and I watched the video, and I didn't have the full context of it. And then I was kind of like, what the hell? I was like, he's not... what Before, I knew what it was about. I was like, he's not doing anything wrong. If that's like an off-duty cop or whatever, and she's trying to run. But I was like, oh, no, that's his ex-girlfriend. And apparently, they were fighting, and he was like, I'm committing her. I was like, what the shit? That's just, that's that's the Cliff Notes version. But um, but I did see this. Florida police identify a woman killed in alligator attack as daughter describes unbearable pain. Sabrina Peckman's body discovered in Largo Pinellas County Sheriff's Office says, what the hell is going on in Florida? Police in Florida have identified the female victim whose body was found in an alligator's mouth last week as a woman who says she is her daughter, or excuse me, who says she is her daughter is describing feeling an un okay, well, I, right there, okay. Found in an alligator's mouth late last week as a woman who says she is her daughter is described, okay, okay, is described feeling an unbearable pain. The Pinellas County Sheriff's Office said Sabrina Peckman, 41, was the body found in a waterway in Largo on Friday when, with the help of the Florida's Fish and Wildlife Conservative Commission, a 13-foot, 8-inch, 8.5-inch male alligator was humanely killed and removed. A witness told Spectrum Bay News 9 that he could see a body in the alligator's mouth before police arrived at the scene. He said, I could tell there was a body in his mouth, so I started recording. Jameis Bullard said, I came down to the fire department and I reported it then. Here's a picture. That is a Big fucking, oh my gosh. Um, the sheriff's office said that the manner and cause of Peckman's death is still pending. However, on Facebook, Brina Doris, who identified herself as Peckman's daughter, wrote over the weekend that the past 24 hours have been filled with grief and sorrow and unbearable pain for our family. I can only imagine. Your family member gets eaten by a gator? God, man. My mother, Sabrina Peckman, was the victim of the alligator attack at McKay Creek. She wrote, my mother was a part of the homeless population that lived in the nearby wooded area it is believed that she may have been walking to or from her campsite near the creek in the dark and the alligator attacked her from the water wow god that would be awful right wow what a way to go what a way to go Oof. 
I don't. I wonder if they attacked her on the way to water, or do you think maybe it like made its way into the homeless encampment and just like got her there? I don't know. Mm. It's a rough way to die. No kidding. I think that probably a bear attack. Oof. Oof. Shark attack would probably be terrible. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that that's enough. That's enough. I, that's just. Oh my god, that's horrible. That's horrible. And the the pictures of this thing, like, dude, there's a lot of blood. If you're watching on the Rumble or Kickstream, there's the alligator. Um, that's a big fucking alligator. Maybe that's not the actual scene from the crime of where he got that. Maybe that's where they killed the alligator. And that's the alligator's blood. Um, it's hard to say. No matter how you put it, no one deserves to die like this. Nobody said, okay. A makeshift memorial and flowers are now at the scene where the alligator was spotted with human remains in its mouth, according to Fox News Tampa. Oh, that has to be the the scene. Yeah. That's like over. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. That's rough, dude. Imagine getting the knock at the door for that. It's like, we were starting to inform you. Your mother's been killed by an alligator. Oof. That's rough. That is rough. All right, folks, that does it for today's episode of the All-American Savage Show podcast. I got to get back to work. I'm working on the next Valor episode. Hey, if you want to support the show, say like you, you you can't buy Shellshock CBD because maybe you're afraid of failing a drug test, which, you know, certain products you will not. You have a personal guarantee. You can support us on Patreon at um, patreon.com slash All-American Savage Show. Again, Go to patreon.com slash Show. You can donate a dollar, become a subscriber for a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. A little bit goes a long way, folks. Show your love for the show. We appreciate it more than you ever realize. Thank you so much. We hope you have a wonderful day, and we'll be right back here tomorrow around the same time just to bring you today's news, topics, conversation, our weird, twisted opinions. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all we got. Got anything to have, man? Yeah, Nassim, you uh, keep your chin up. You took mine. That's what I was going to go with. Oh, right. okay. Sorry. And as always, you stay savage, America.